Utah's best sports radio is on the Zone Sports Network. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is... And it's time to kick off Utah's most listened to sports radio afternoon show. This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Sponsored by Mountain America Credit Union. Guiding members forward for over 80 years. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Our next guests are the co-hosts of the very popular radio program entitled The Big Show. The Big Show. This is The Big Show. They call me Hollywood. Here come The Big Show. Big Show. show. Ladies and gentlemen, The Big Show. It's a big show. Is everybody ready? Monday, Monday. Just another manic Monday. Let's get rolling. This is The Big Show on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5-1280 The Zone. Thank you very much for making us a part of your day, your week, your month, your lives. We greatly, greatly appreciate it. We hope everybody listening is uh, staying safe and uh, staying sane and uh, getting through this. We're all getting through this together. Of course, we're social distancing as a show. Jake Scott with you here at Vivint Smart Home Arena. Adrian Leiser, by the way, filling in for Austin, who's uh, just taking the afternoon off. And uh, Gordon Monson with us from the Monson Estate. Gordon, hello. Hello, Jake. How are you? You know what? I'm doing all right, man. How, how are you? How's, uh, how's the family, the Monson crew, everybody hanging in there? Yeah, folks are hanging in there, and uh, and Adrian, I am getting that echo in my ear. I just wanted to do a little producing on air, but uh, but anyway, uh, yeah, we're hanging in there. We're doing pretty well, uh, all things considered. And uh, we I lost had, Gordon. I, <laughs> He's hanging here? in there, though. Oh, there you are. Hi. Yeah. Sorry, we yeah. lost you for a second, or I you did. Never lost. You never lost me. I'm just getting an echo in my ear, but now it's gone. No, oh, that's I good. think. Uh, Jake, I told Adrian that I had good news and I had bad news for him, depending upon how he would take it. Okay. My, as a part of the uh, the the, uh, you know, the quarantining going on at my household, we decided to watch all the Star Wars movies. I think I mentioned that to you before. Mm-hmm. And we finished up the other night over the weekend. And one of my daughters thinks that uh, Kylo Kylo Ren looks like Adrian, or Adrian looks like Kylo Ren. Adrian Leiser? You know who I'm talking about? Which one's that? Uh, he's the guy played by Adam Driver. What do you think about that, Adrian? Is I'll that take a, it. Is, yeah, that, a, why is not? that a compliment? Yeah. Okay. Gordon, how would you take that if it were you? Because you're seeing to you, you seem to imply that that would be insulting in some way, shape, or form. Do we, Gordon? Yes, I'm here. Did you Did you hear me? Would you take it as a compliment? I did not hear that. Uh, you dropped off for a moment, but uh, now you're back. Good. You we're, off, me? we're off to a good start. No, I'm just okay. saying, uh, should Adrian not take that as a compliment? No, I mean, I didn't know how he would take it because some people don't like being compared to other people. But uh, he's he's kind of a – he's like the dude's a star now, isn't he? Yeah, he is. He's a very yeah. famous movie star these days. So Adrian said he would take it, uh, take it and run with it. So that, that, that that's a good thing. All you right, know, we're all we're all looking for ways to 
to stay entertained and uh, during this period of time. And uh, that, that's one thing my family did is we watched all the every single one. I saw all 11 of them, Jake. Oh, Gordon's com- comparing you to the dude who, who was in, uh, what, Girls on HBO, that guy? Oh, okay. Not the blonde hair, then. That's not the resemblance. What are they getting at, Gordon? More the, the facial features? Yes, I think so. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, that's uh, you can Wait take a that. That's you a compliment. You don't, you don't know Ren from the Star Wars movie? No. You know him from I, some show called Girls? I, I, that's where I initially saw him. I didn't realize. I didn't put uh, his character name with, with that particular face. Oh, okay. Have you but seen? But yeah, he's the, been in a lot of good stuff. Have you seen the Star Wars movies? I have, yeah. All of them? Uh, yes, I think all of them. Oh, okay. All right, well. I mean, so, I like Star Wars. I'm, I'm not necessarily in a hurry to watch them all again, but it sounds like you've enjoyed it. Yeah, I mean, I hadn't seen some of them in, in so long that uh, putting them all in chronological order was kind of kind of fun. Although I, I, I just can't figure out why those super ultra modern laser guns that they were shooting at each other, why stormtroopers couldn't shoot modern weapons straight. I mean, I mean, how many times should Han Solo have been shot? You know, and, and they just can't shoot them straight. That's it's just something I know. A lot of kick on those laser guns, Gordon. <laughs> okay, I just shouldn't they be a little more accurate? I mean, the the hit the the miss the hit ratio on those things was horrible. <laughs> this this is your takeaway from watching all that Star Wouldn't Wars. Wouldn't make for a very long series if they got hit on the first time. Oh, Han's dead. <laughs> He's gone. Where do we go from here? I don't know. Uh, yeah. Exactly. Well, well I the mean, Millennium could, Falcon is blown up. It could be like Lord of the Rings, where uh, Frodo dies like fifteen times and comes back to life. Well, that does happen in the Star Wars movies too. I don't, I don't really get, and, and a spoiler alert here, folks. But I don't know how the evil emperor can come back to life. I mean, I know the dark side has its its ways and means, but. All of a sudden, the guy who got cut in half and thrown out of a spaceship <laughs> seems like, how'd that guy come back? I got two words for you, Gordon. The Force. That's like okay. that's how it works. Yeah, all that's right. all you need to know. Why, why, are they, <laughs> why do they glow blue when they die and still very much exist, apparently? <laughs> and is Yoda about the coolest character ever, ever imagined? What, what do you mean the coolest? He just—he's just a stud, man. That guy—he's—he's he's just amazing, Yoda, you know. But he was like nine hundred years old, and he finally passed on, you know, for dramatic effect. So, are you but, tired of the of Star Wars? Then are you ready to, uh, to move had, on? Had, you had your I've fill. Had, I've had my fill. Yeah, okay. I, I think I—you know—I I don't know how many times they can redo that storyline where somebody has to get to the evil ship. And get inside somehow to get something out or to blow something up. I mean, I, I don't know how many times they can do it because that ship is a major threat to wherever the the you know the rebel resistance is. It it, it, it seems like that that kept happening. Well, but, of course it did though because it, you know, Gordon, when you go to um, a Rolling Stones concert, you you anticipate <laughs> they're going to play the hits, right? You know what I mean. So you you go to a Star yeah. Wars movie. And you're going to want to see the hits. You're going to want to see a big, you know, dogfight battleship thing and them trying to blow up a Death Star. I mean, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. <laughs> oh, 
Okay. So just sort of hit that same theme over and over again. Yeah. Man, they, they've made a zillion dollars off of those movies. Yeah. I, I was a little disappointed to find out that Ray is the offspring of the evil emperor Palpatine. Whoa. Hey. Hey. You, you're going to ruin the movie for everybody? That, that going to happen? Well, I already warned everybody. Spoiler uh, alert. Well, to- what's the point of doing the spoiler? How are, how are our lives more enriched knowing that you know the end of the movie? <laughs> oh, brother. Oh, well. Uh, yeah. Well, it was interesting to go back and watch a movie, uh, a couple of the movies that I hadn't seen since uh, prior to 1980. You know, it's a little bit of a gap, but uh, it was... It was it was fun to watch. Okay, so now I, I do have to bring this up because, uh, and we'll get into uh, what's going on in the world of sports. But but this did make the rounds via social media over the weekend. A comparison between you and Joe Exotic. Now, Gordon, I have not uh, I have not gotten into this latest fad that is sweeping the world. What's it called, Adrian? The Tiger King. Best thing you can watch. The right Tiger now. King. I have I've not gotten into it but uh, apparently everybody else on the planet earth has and gordon you're you're getting compared to this joe exotic do you have any uh, any thoughts or a reaction not in person just in look by the way well when, when a river runs through it came out a lot of people were comparing me to brad pitt too so i mean i'm, I'm kind of used to these comparisons but that one is a little offensive to me <laughs> is it a little I, offensive? I, I don't know i, I haven't I, seen the show I haven't seen the show either, but I have seen the pictures. People are making these comparisons, and I have not watched that show. I, I have people I know uh, in the house who have watched some of the episodes, and I have no real desire to watch it. It, it looks to me like one of those things that you just kind of look at what people are doing and, and, and feel sorry for them or feel some sort of emotion like, what what's wrong with this? But is that right, Adrian? Yeah, it's uh, it's just like a documentary. All right. Well, I, but I don't Austin have any... Austin compared you to that's what Chester Shadows looks like. Chester Shadows. <laughs> well, if Chester Shadows looked like that, then Chester wouldn't have gotten any kind of wouldn't have had any kind of game that he had back in the day. You know. So, I, I did he uh, did he have game back? Chester. In the... Yeah. Did the... Oh, Chester had game. Yes. Did he? Yes, he was the game. Because the way the way Chester communicates now, I wouldn't <laughs> I wouldn't think that that would be the case. I don't know. I don't know. But I hope people are finding something to take their minds off. Uh, you know, as long as you're social distancing and you're doing these things responsibly, uh, you can't sit around and worry all day. I mean, it's just that's not healthy. And I know it's 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 a it's a serious time and whatnot. But if we all sit around and and worry all day long, then we're all going to make ourselves sick one way or the other. We, we just can't do it. So we've got to look for some ways to uh, to uh, to uh, you know take our mind off the troubles of the day and to maybe be entertained a little bit. Jake, that's what we try to do during this show. And uh, for those of you who are working at home, uh, we hope to be able to have a little you know background conversation that uh, puts a smile on your face now and again. It's the it's the only way to get through this, I think. Uh, aside from the, the responsible actions that folks should be taking, and I hope uh, everybody is. Yeah, uh, and I, you know, we've said this a bunch of times, and we're going to continue on. Uh, a shout out to the folks out there that are still, you know, working to make sure folks are are taken care of. I I did. 
go to the grocery store this weekend, and I made it a point, Gordon, to uh, from a distance, of course, thank everybody I could that I saw there stocking shelves or wiping down carts or, or checking folks out and, and uh, to, the, to the people putting stuff in bags. You know, appreciate the work that they're still doing so that folks have what they need uh, to get through this. Uh, you know, uh, those folks uh, out there are a big deal. So just wanted to get that out there, too. Here, here. All right, Gordo. Uh, you want to? Should we? Should we talk some basketball? What do you think? Yeah. All right. Yeah, uh, it's time for the split story of the day. Two guys, two topics, two, two, two. two opinions. You talk. Give me two. This is the split story of the day on 97.5-1280 the Zone and the Zone Sports Network. All right, Gordon, I want to talk to you about these various ideas out there to get the NBA back playing basketball. Now, before we start this conversation, I do want to add the caveat that I realize that there would be a million moving parts to any of these solutions, and whether they're possible or not is probably uh, up to somebody smarter than you and I, Gordon. But it is fun to talk about, if for no other reason than to give us hope. Maybe we'll watch some sports again at some point. But what do you think about the idea that's kind of floating out there about possibly doing uh, a playoff from one single location that you could control somewhat, Gordon, and the most popular one I've heard out there is Las Vegas. Maybe you could commandeer you know, some hotels and uh, that have uh, arenas like the MGM, for example, but most of them do nowadays, right? And, uh, and play some sort of playoff. And uh, you know, there's a lot of ifs out there testing those sorts of things. But I love it that people are thinking about this and that uh, thinking about it outside the box in kind of a creative way. It gives me hope that maybe we can pull something off. So is the suggestion that the arena be filled with people? No, 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 no. Uh-uh. No, the suggestion is almost like I saw it compared to like have like a biodome situation, yeah, right? Okay. Where everybody's kind of isolated. You know, nobody's in Las Vegas casinos right now, right? And so you can make it its own little sub world where basketball is played again, right? That's that's kind of the goal of it. Whether it's possible or not, I don't know, but I I like the concept. So essentially, you have those that are there that are essential in order to create the broadcast. And you have the players and the coaches, and that's it. And that's it. In the whole hotel, in theory, right? You know, you could have every player could have their own floor. (laughs) And would every player be tested prior to? I think you would have to, don't you? I mean, I don't, I don't know uh, when, you know, when the curve uh, is eventually flattened and we're kind of on the backside of this, it'll be interesting to see what kind of loosens up and how the restrictions go. Because I don't, you know, I, I, I don't know and I, I don't think anybody does, but that would make some sense, right? If, you, you know, you saw the, the, the test over the weekend that got FDA approval um, that, uh, that could possibly or that produces results in five to 12 minutes, Yes, that, that, uh, that which that is was super really, encouraging, by yes, the way. Yes, that was encouraging. Super encouraging. Yeah. So if you had something like that and access to it, of course, which means that I, I think it would have to be plentiful for everybody. I'm sure the NBA does not want to go down the road of being, you know, the only people getting tested in town again, because that's probably not the right thing to do. So it would have to be, you know, widespread enough that that you had reasonable access to it, right? And then have and you? then test folks before they participated. So, Jake, as you were uh, examining that uh, those uh, those uh, articles and whatnot, did they suggest that this test would be in ample supply in in uh, pretty quick? Okay, so 
I, I just want to say this. President Trump's uh, uh, press conferences have certainly become controversial. So I don't you know, I know there's some folks out there who aren't uh, who aren't. Uh, you know, sold on all of this. But according to President Trump yesterday, I believe it was in his press conference, he said that they could produce something like 50,000 a day or they're on their way to that. So I found that encouraging. But again, I mean, those press conferences have been controversial with some of the things and deadlines that he's set. So I don't that that's what I heard yesterday. 50,000 a day. Something along those lines. Yeah. Okay. so do. Math, uh, how long before they would be available to everybody who uh, would need to take one? I don't no, know. I'm not, I'm not talking I don't know. about just NBA. What's 50? Th- Adrian, you're the mathematician around here. What's uh, what's 50,000 times? I mean, how many? We, what have we got? 300 million people in the country? That'd be a while, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would be. It's like, what, 15 billion? 15 trillion? Something, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Don't do math on the air, Gordon. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, what are you okay. doing? I have no idea. We're trying to figure out, you know, how soon uh, well, tests would be available I, I to, to everybody. But, you know. To, to, to avoid the uh, public relations nightmare that would come with that, it would have to be at least ample enough for people who want to be tested to be tested. Because you can't, you can't just have NBA players tested and nobody. I mean, uh, other people are being tested, but at a... Uh, a modest rate. Uh, I don't think that you can classify basketball as being imperative for the national security or the national psyche even as much as we'd love it. But if those tests really were rapidly uh, available, then, you know, maybe something like that would be possible. And, you know, maybe that would be amenable to everybody involved. Yeah, PR is definitely going to be a thing. Because, you know, they probably could acquire the test to pull this off now. But does that, you know, send the right message? And we saw the NBA get some criticism um, based on uh, the teams they tested. What was that now a couple of weeks ago? So, uh, you know, but but here's the thing, Gordon. I have no problem prioritizing sports a little bit to kind of because of a reason you wrote a couple of weeks ago. And it, it feels like forever ago now. But I think sports can be a lift to our community and our society. And I have no problem prioritizing that, but you gotta be, you've got to be reasonable and we're all looking out for each other, and that includes the NBA too, right? Yeah, I, I th- but that is a delicate balance. Very and delicate. They, they, they would have to uh, sort of scope that out and see where the country is in that regard. And what do you do? So uh, essentially the plan that you were talking about is the teams that have qualified for the playoffs would go ahead and participate in the playoffs? Would it be truncated in some fashion, or would it go on uh, best of seven? So the, the the NBA, or basically according to league officials who've been reported here, nothing is off the table. So I think all of that is is open for debate. And we don't know how long you know, until this would even be possible, right, Gordon? So, I mean, it, it would really be impossible to forecast how much you could fit in when you have no idea when that timeline even starts. I mean, uh, I've read a few of these that they'd have a five- to seven-game regular season kind of warm-up and then a 16-team 
playoff, and maybe that playoffs get maybe it gets shortened, Gordon, to like best of three type of scenarios depending on timing. I mean, I think I think they're open to anything, and the reason is is because uh, I saw a report uh, that Turner and ESPN stand to lose seven hundred million dollars if the playoffs aren't played. So there's and here's the thing that sounds you know people you don't want to think about people being greedy at a time like this, and I I, I totally get that, but at the same time, like it does motivate folks to come up with solutions. And we're seeing that with treatments and tests and things like that. People are competing to to find the answer, and it will probably be pretty lucrative for those uh, those companies that, that do. But anyway, my point being is maybe it motivates the NBA to, to be creative and, uh, and to figure some things out because there is a lot at stake. There's a lot on the line. Yeah, okay. Well, the, the, okay, that, that's fine. And, and everybody wants to see the economy uh, get get back to good shape ASAP as long as it's done safely. And when you see the numbers of increase around the country right now, especially in hot spots, but uh, but everywhere really, I mean, it, it is it's still frightening. It is still frightening. And and you've pointed this out time and time again, getting back to the testing the more tests that are available, the more testing that goes on, then obviously those numbers are going to escalate. But that's it's better to know so that you can get it under control, uh, obviously. I, I, this is an interesting question, Jake, because how, how do you read the, 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 the temperature of the country right now as far as what's important and what isn't? Oh, man, I, I certainly don't feel... I don't feel qualified to to answer that question in, in the slightest. I know I, I can tell you about my you know family, and in uh, talking about uh, you know uh, brothers and sisters in law and my my own brother and my my folks. I know that uh, that you know it's a it's a big concern, especially in one part of my family which is particularly vulnerable. So you know I can I can tell you there's some people on edge. Um, and so do you think that sports about things would help about, take take folks off that edge or do you think people would look at it and shrug and say you know this really isn't that important I think sports could really help just like in in the same vein Gordon I think that Netflix has really helped us I think that I, I think that Amazon Prime and Hulu and and Disney Plus and uh, our good friends uh, over there, the Dish Professionals with Dish, and you know I, I think all these things have have really helped us because it could be a lot you know a lot worse without all these distractions. Does that make any sense? Like I I think sports where we can get excited about something and rally around something, but at the same time it's a distraction from what's going on. I think there's a lot of value there. I really do. Do you think, though, I, I understand we were talking about it earlier, the importance of entertainment and to take your mind off of it a little bit. But do you think the care factor, I mean, do, do, would fan bases really care about the results that their team, their team, the team of their choice gets in this environment? Because there are so there are things that are a whole lot more important going on around. Yes, and, yes, and usually, I, I get what you're saying. You and, I, you and I have joked about this in the past. You always say that you root against your friends' teams because you, well, I never did really fully understand why you do that, but you do. But now, would people care as much about their teams? Or would they care, would they, would they dislike teams as much? given the circumstances. I don't know. These are questions that I've never experienced before, so I don't know. I haven't either, but you did write about it, Gordon, and I I think you were right then and I think you were right now. You know, when they kept playing baseball, 
during World War II. It was a lift to the country. And I think it could have the same impact today. But then the the column that you wrote, what was it, a week later, Gordon, where you talked about safety and, and you talked about the NBA not doing it, you were right then too. So I, I think that's the key caveat is is if you could do it safely, I absolutely think folks would, would embrace it and, and would love it. If, if your average NBA fan out there thinks that they're putting people in jeopardy by embracing it and loving it, then maybe what you're talking about um, would exist a little bit more. Does that make sense? But I think if, if everybody feels confident that it's being done safely and that people are not being put at risk and you can pull it off, I absolutely think it would be a benefit, 100%. The delineation I made in, those, in that brief period of time is this, that when World War II was going on, it was a foreign war. It was going on in the Pacific. It was going on in Europe. And people here were certainly wrapped up in it big time. They had loved ones who were out in the field of battle and out on the seas and, and, and doing and in the air, doing all that. But the battle was not taking place right here in the homeland. This fight is going on all around us as we speak. And I think that is a different, that creates a different kind of concern, a different kind of thing, you know, that it's here, it's around us, and we have to be on guard for that. So I, so I don't know. I, I'm just throwing stuff out there. I, I think I mean, that's I where the I certainly understand the other side of it, right. that it is, uh, is a good distraction. Well, I, I think that's where the safety comes in, right? Where, where you're not, um, if, if you know folks are safe and you know it's, it's not, putting anybody in danger, I, I think you can get around that. That's why I applaud people at least thinking about this and thinking creatively because we can, you know, uh, uh, we can get, we can, we can learn from hard times and, and we can benefit as a society after this is all said and done. And again, that's why I like people thinking about it and brainstorming and being creative. But, but I think how you, um, you know, you say it's here on the homeland. I think that's where the safety comes in. Because it's you're sitting in your living room watching them play, you feel fine about that if you know they're safe, right? Yeah, yeah. That that would be my answer. Uh, I I would say to that. I know it's I know it's here, and I know it's going on all around us. But I mean, people were dealing with with a different kind of tragedy during the war, regardless where on the planet it it was. And I think. You know, it would have been easy to apply the same logic, you know, like could people actually cheer for uh, for a baseball team when something else like this is going on on the planet? I mean, and, and the, the, the answer is yes, they did. And it was a great benefit to society because it helped us get through it. And I think well, you one can of the apply things that. that was, one of the things that was weird about that, excuse me, <coughs> excuse me, uh, one of the weird, sorry, I got a, something stuck in my throat there for a second. Um, one of the things that, that, we could ask jazz fans, would you care if something like this were manageable? What would your care factor be for the jazz winning a playoff series? Would it be the same as it ever was or would it be diminished? I mean, that that's a way to bring it home a little bit. All right, uh, let's get out uh, to the uh, zone phone. Uh, joining us now, he's a good friend of the show. He's our friend Tim from uh, RGS Exteriors. We talk about him all the time, and he's jumping on with us. First of all, Tim, how are you? How's your family? Everybody doing okay? Yeah, just trying to get through this crazy world and this new world we live in. But, yeah, life is good. 
Okay, so let's talk about that uh, a little bit. You guys are, are continuing to help our listeners and uh, are continuing to be out there doing some good things. Yeah, you know, it's, it's a tough balance because I think we need to be sensitive and, and, and be careful and, and be very, you know, don't want to spread the virus, et cetera, et cetera. But um, we are actually, um, with all the latest that's been going on nationally and locally, we are deemed essential work. So we are very fortunate to be able to keep working, um, both on the gutters, the siding, the stucco stone, everything. Everything is considered deemed essential, so we're able to keep working. But we've got to be careful. You know, we've got to be smart about it. Um, and so it's definitely slowing us down, and, and we're, we're fine with that. We're just ecstatic that we're able to keep working and let our employees keep feeding their families, and that's what we're trying to do. I think that's so, so important, Tim, and I'm glad that's exactly what you guys are doing. So let's talk about what our listeners, uh, how they can benefit and who they need to uh, get in touch with. Yeah, I think a couple things, too. It's, it's important for them to know that we are taking this serious. Um, the fact that we're still open doesn't mean that we're not. Um, and I think that that's a, uh, the most important thing. Um, you know, all of our crews are, are made sure that they're healthy, um, that there's no issues or problems. They've all got the, the necessary precautions to wipe down, clean down um, with all the, the stuff. It's been very difficult to find cleaners <laughs> on a commercial level that we can use, but what we do have it and our crews are equipped with that. But that's the first thing. Um, and, the, and the second thing is, because we are trying to keep them working, we are giving prices that I have never given, um, ever. And I'm not just saying that. This isn't a gimmick. This is real. Um, my Stella guys are, are going out bidding homes and, and giving pricing that has never, never happened. Um, how long it'll last, I don't know. I mean, your guess is as good as mine with this virus, right? But they are. They're discounting everything. Gutters, siding, stucco, stone, everything substantially right now. Um, just really to keep our guys going so they can keep working every day. All right. I know you've got the website, Tim, rgsutahsiding.com. That's rgsutahsiding.com. You have a number you want to give out there, too? Uh, yeah. You know, just mention, uh, mention that they heard us on the radio, 801-280-3110. Um, 801-280-3110 is our main line. And uh, they've got people in the office answering the phones. And, uh, again, we're social distancing there as well, making sure that everybody's apart and, and only so many people are in the office at a time. So if they don't answer, please leave a message, and they'll call you right back. Um, but, again, 801-280-3110. Tim, thank you so much, and we're going to be catching up with you with you throughout the show. So we're happy to have you aboard today. Love it, Jake. Appreciate you. Thanks, Tim. 801-280-3110. Again, RGS Exteriors. You can check them out online, rgsutahsiding.com. Uh, we've got some Pac-12 news. We'll get into that coming up right around the corner. Big show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. I'm here to introduce the best coverage of the teams you're passionate about from the guys you know and trust. Go Tony oh, them. You're listening to The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Presented by Mountain America Credit Union. Guiding members forward for over 80 years. Yeah, yeah. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Big 
Show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Thank you very much for making us part of your day. want to remind you about our friends at Syringa Networks, uh, the complete business telecom and IT solutions backed by an industry-leading SLA that guarantees the uptime your business needs. It's effective communication for the 21st century. Get started now at Syringa Networks. Dot net. Real quick here, Gordon, uh, you asked for some reaction. If they could find a way to, to pull off some playoffs, would, would fans be all about it? I, uh, I got two tweets uh, in during the break. Our friend Wild Turkey Fart Blunt said, I would go, um, uh, I'd be happy uh, right now if I knew I could watch Jazz Playoff Series this week. He used some more colorful language. Uh, but Evan says, as a huge jazz fan, I would love to see basketball back. I would rather be working back at the arena, but just to see it being played again would lift a lot of spirits, and I think fans would still love a title. And then adds safety and health first, though. So uh, I think that's the if, – if if it could be safe, Gordon, I think people would be excited about it. Yeah, I, I – uh, I, I, good. I mean, I, I think – I, I just don't know. I, I'm trying to measure the way that, you know, the, the attitude of the country right now. And uh, basketball seems on down the line of priorities right now. But like you said, you know, normalcy is good. And uh, certainly getting the economy going is good uh, as long as it can be done safely. Like you said, I, uh, but the attitude, what's the mindset of America right now? What's the mindset of American sports fans? It's one thing to be entertained by a movie. It's another to be absolutely moved emotionally the way sports typically does under normal circumstances. See, I think that, that emotion, I think it would be a positive I I really do, and maybe I'm maybe I'm not uh, taking the temperature correctly, but I I I think folks would want something to get excited about, or or get into, or, or and and get a little taste of normal, even though if, if it's not being you know played in a normal type of environment, you'd still have NBA basketball again, you'd still have playoff basketball, and and let me just say this, and because we want to talk about the Pac-12 too, uh, Gordon, but you know like the way that the vibe that Salt Lake City and and I'll say Utah, the vibe that Utah has during a Jazz playoff run is super cool, right? I mean, we can all agree on that. It's kind of this this weird community excitement that everybody can kind of feel, right? I think we could use that. I think we could use a little bit of that. You could very well be right. Uh, and uh, if that is the case, then I hope they do it. Yeah. I hope they do it. If, if it can be seen that way and viewed that way, I, I wonder once once uh, this process is is hacked through i wonder if they did this how it would be viewed in hindsight right you know would would a championship mean the same thing let's say the jazz were able to go all the way and win it all would it be somehow compromised oh i think it might even mean more you know you never forget it never forget it if they played an nba finals in front of no fans at a hotel in vegas uh, you'd never forget something like that. You'd never forget who won it. I wonder if if you had uh, all the playoff teams in a in a hotel casino. I wonder if if the money that would be generated by the players would be lost 
in the casino. Well, I don't know if the casino would be fully operational. We're getting back to this biodome concept where well, you're keeping people you away from folks. Off. You're, you're not you going to bring in the, the pie gow dealers and turn them loose. <laughs> I thought you were going to close off the whole the whole resort and then, you know, have players. I don't think that means uh, that all the amenities have to be open. Well, hold on. You, do you, do you, wait, but do you think that NBA players want to be cooped up in a hotel? Uh, well, in all seriousness, that that's going to be part of it. I mean, does the players' association go for any of this? You know, that that's that's actually a a, a big question because you'd certainly have to adjust some things, and you'd have to do it very quickly. You'd have to get approval really quickly. I mean, that might be the the immovable object object that would prevent this from happening. Yeah, I don't know. I just, you know, because our players could have voluntarily isolate themselves like that, Gordon, as you as you point out. For what if it took a month or a month and a half to to do it? Are are they going to commit to something like that? I don't know. That might be a that might be a big ask. Now, some of the suites in those places are pretty nice, but uh, I I don't know whether they would have enough of them to facilitate every player to the to the living conditions that. Uh, he is used to. Yeah, would there? Adrian makes a funny joke in our ear. Would there be like a hierarchy on what type of room you got? Like, <laughs> like, oh, I'm sorry, you're not a sweet level player. Your double queen is right over here. Double. You can push those together. It'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm sure that's the way it's going to go. I mean, if you were going to do it, a place like some of the biggest hotels I imagine in the world are in Las Vegas, but but I don't know whether there's enough accommodation to. Uh, to truly make the players feel comfortable in that environment, not to mention coaches and everybody else well, involved in the process. one of those one of those hotel hotels has thousands of rooms, right? Right, right. But <laughs> what kind of room? Like well, I said, do you want do you want a player cooped up in a in a hotel room for for like you said a month and a half? I mean, that's a long time to live out of a hotel. It is a big ask. I agree. But check this out. For example, Gordon, the MGM Grand has 6,852 rooms. you got to think, what, at least 100 of those have got to be pretty fancy suites, right? Yeah, so how many players are involved in a playoff? You have 16 No, it would be teams. way more than 100, you'd think, of suites. Yeah. we got 16 teams, and then you got, what, 15, 12 players uh, for each team. So, yeah, I mean, maybe, maybe, maybe they but, but again, it's one thing to be to be quarantined to your house, and most of these guys, I imagine, have fairly nice living conditions. And then you say, "Hey, hey, buddy, uh, go go stay in a, a thousand square foot suite somewhere." And that that you know what, Gordon, that might be what would prevent something like this from happening because that that would be a big ask to the players in the players association who knows but maybe you know what maybe they're they're <laughs> maybe they just want to get back and play you know yeah that's a good point jake these guys i bet they if you if you had uh, some of them you know doing what they're doing right now and they had an opportunity to go do what they are they are so great at they would probably jump at that chance, right? If 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 at all possible, yeah. So uh, interesting to talk about. We'll get to the Pac-12 stuff 
Uh, coming up a little bit to later on in the show, Gordon, they uh, made an announcement today. So we'll uh, get to that straight ahead. Uh, coming up next, we've been doing these uh, these partnership interviews, and we're going to uh, talk to the owner of a local restaurant coming up right around the corner. So stay tuned. It is The Big Show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. It's time to showcase those that are helping all of us through these difficult times. This is a partner profile on the Zone Sports Network. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Uh, Let's get out uh, to the Sprint special guest line. Uh, Joining us now, he's the owner, or excuse me, the GM of Malawi's Pizza, Mark Roney, with us here on The Big Show on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone, located at the shops at Riverwood down there in Provo. Mark, thank you very much for a few moments. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you for having me. Hey, it's it's our pleasure. We're we're happy to have you on and help get the word out. Uh, now, talk about uh, you guys are are still uh, doing takeout orders and doing your best to serve the community, right? Yes, we're just barely reopening after our remodel. And when you buy a meal at Malawi's Pizza, you donate a meal to a child in Malawi, Africa. Wow! So there's a really important charitable component as well. Not only you know uh, 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 using a local business, but also doing some good overseas. Correct. And uh, tell us uh, a little bit, uh, what, what's your favorite pizza there at Malawi's? My favorite is the citrus arugula pizza, actually. It's an wow. incredible arugula salad on top of the pizza. We make our own pizza dough here, our own sauces, our own salad dressings, make everything fresh daily since our remodel. We have a brand new look, which people are going to love. All right, so the address is 4801 North University Avenue there in, uh, in Provo. The phone number is 801-225-2800. And, Mark, uh, for our listeners out there who want a little pizza tonight or going forward, what's the, what's the or excuse me, the, uh, what's the best way to call you guys? They can go to uh, Malawis.com and order online, or they can phone in to the 225-2800 and order over the phone. We do curbside pickup. Um, We'll run it right out to you. Oh, Mark, you're a you're a good sport for putting up with me today. I tell you what, 801-225-2800, 801-225-2800. Very happy to have you on the show. Good luck going forward, and uh, thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Thanks, Mark. Mark Roney. Uh, the uh, general manager of Malawi's Pizza, Pizza with a Purpose. Uh, they donate to charity with each pizza purchased uh, to go to help kids in Malawi, Africa, 4801 North University Avenue. Uh, again, that phone number, 801-225-2800, 801-225-2800. Can't say that enough. Uh, whoops, Gordon, I believe is is what I say there. Dude, you just gave out his personal cell number over the air. <laughs> you know, I didn't know whether I should jump in on that or whether you I should just let you go ahead and, and pilot your way through that whole thing. Apparently, Adrian dumped it. Uh, hopefully, the, is the delay working? As at one point it wasn't, so that's good news, so that his cell phone didn't become public info right there. But you know what I did, Gordon? I have it in front of me, all right? I have all the info in front of me, and I read the phone number, the correct one, but then I panicked, thinking, I just read this guy's cell phone number, so I read the other phone number, which actually turned out to be his cell phone number. So that that's how that happened. He rolled with it really well. He did. I, yeah. I, I, I think the, the only thing to do now 
uh, to uh, to make up for that is for you to give your personal cell number no, out I'm over not the air, Jake. Do that. I, I really think uh, who Adrian? What do you think? Do you think that would be fair? That'd be justice, right there? No, because I dumped it and I can't. It hasn't built up yet, so <laughs> so let's not do that. Or uh, or I could give out uh, someone else's number that I would say was was mine. You get what I'm getting at here? Uh, yeah. Someone maybe. who maybe hosts the show with you? Yeah. Like maybe say, okay, yeah, that's a great idea. Here's my number, and then it's not mine. You know, you get that, what I'm, you get what I'm saying? A, that would be a low-down nasty. That might even bring a lawsuit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, now lawyers involved in the show. That's great. Uh, seriously, though, Malawi's Pizza. Go check them out. Grab some pizza. Gordon, what uh, what has kind of been your, your go-to guilty food pleasure during all this whole thing? Have you had any, or are you still sticking to the, the, uh, the you know, eating well? Uh, well, uh, as you know, uh, I uh, <laughs> this was a bit of a, a question in my mind whether it was appropriate or not, but I bought uh, Lisa for, for Christmas. I got her a new uh, smoker-type grill thing. Uh-huh. And uh, we've been having some fun with that, making ribs and, and making various uh, dishes that are pretty tasty. Oh, that's good. So you're having yeah. a little fun, like uh, almost a hobby as well as as good food. That's good. Yeah. Right? Well, I ha- I haven't really been doing it, but others. Well, in we my didn't. House we all knew that. that. Yeah, I- I'll get around to it, but <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't quite gotten around to that. No, yet. <laughs> not yet. Not yet. But how about you? What have you been eating? You know what I I. I can't remember if I told you this on the air or not, or, or maybe I was just talking to Austin. But but my wife has taken this as a challenge to eat everything in our freezer. So everything <laughs> that's that's been in our freezer for, you know, like going back four years, somehow we're finding a way to eat through it. All right. Have you found things... <laughs> You didn't know existed in there. Yeah, like like she found some black bean, like vegetarian burgers, you know, that had to have been in there for just ever. And she, they, uh, I'll give her credit because they they turned out pretty tasty. But she turned them into like a like kind of a, a quesadilla kind of thing, and it turned out mm-hmm. to be pretty tasty. Which I, I'm not going to say I was surprised, but yeah, those those black bean burgers have been in there for a long time, long time. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, use what you got. Yeah. So, that's what, anyway. That's what we're all trying to do, unless you want to go get curbside pickup, something like that. And some, a lot of businesses, a lot of restaurants are offering that. Which, kind of which we have done as well. We're, we're trying to mix it up a little bit. But I do think that's important, and uh, that's why we're, we're talking to folks like Mark from Malawi's. Uh, check them out. Again, that number, 801-225-2800. What number was that again? I was at, uh... 801-225-2800. Uh, joining us now on the on the zone phone he's our he's our good friend tim from rgs exteriors and and tim i'm gonna do my best not to give out your personal cell phone on the air no promises because it did just happen but i'm gonna do my best hey wait that's all right man don't sweat it was that the first time you've ever done that I, that was the first time I think I've ever done that. I hope yeah. that's the first and only time uh, that, <laughs> Watch out, Tim. that that happens. Hey, it's a, it, it, this is a new world we live in, man. You never know. <laughs> and you know what? Uh, that's a good segue because you guys are, are adapting, too, and you continue to uh, to help out our listeners. Yeah, you know, like we talked about last, last, uh, last time a few minutes ago is that this is tough. You know, this is a tough situation for everybody. Everyone wants to work, but... 
at the same time, we want to be sensitive and, and make sure that we're not spreading the virus. And that's exactly what we're trying to do here. And just make sure that all of our employees are clean and doing the things they've got to do and making sure that uh, they're constantly wiping down and sanitizing and doing what we got to do so we can keep working. And, you know, just like we mentioned before, um, we are able to keep working. We're, we're deemed essential work. And, and so we're very fortunate um, that here in Utah that we're able to keep doing that and keep working. So it's a big blessing so far. Uh, this is just kind of a off the wall question for you, Tim. But have you have you gotten a lot of calls after we had the earthquake? It's kind of crazy that we had an earthquake during uh, during all of this. But have there been folks out there who've kind of done the once over and maybe given you a call? You know what? It's interesting. We've only had, uh, in fact, as far as I know, we've only had one hmm. um, where they had some damage as, with with the brick. Um, but most of it is. Um, you know, the majority of our business is the stucco, the siding, and the gutters, and so um, it's not been probably near as much because of that. And fortunately, uh, you know, the stucco, siding, that kind of thing is more earthquake-resistant than brick is, so I think we've been been kind of lucky. But yeah, it's that was a scary day a couple of days ago, man, and you never know, no that doubt. and the virus and... <laughs> well, now, if folks out there are thinking about gutters or stucco or, or what have you, not only are you guys the best in the business, but during this time, you're you're making it uh, more affordable than it's ever been. Yeah, you know, we mentioned it before, but to give you some real numbers, we typically always have some kind of promotion on our gutters and siding, et cetera. We've kind of running a, you know, 15, 10% discount typically always. Um, but all of our estimators um, have an additional um, discount that they're doing anywhere between five and 15% in addition to the normal discounts. And so um, this isn't a gimmick. This isn't a, Hey, you know, mark it up, mark it down. This is a legitimate discount. The first time we've ever done it, um, but it's real. And we're just trying to keep the phones ringing. We're trying to keep our crews going. And, and, you know, really this is a great time for homeowners to, to get work done on their home. I know there's some uncertainty out there, um, which, you know, we have a lot of financing options. Um, we can do six months, 12 months, same as cash. So we can get the job done today and they don't even have to make a payment for six or 12 months. Wow. Um, we can, we can do real financing too with it. And so, um, and the nice thing about the financing that we have is it's not tied to anything. So you don't, it, it's just all based on credit score period. It's a, an automatic approval and it's not tied to your home or, or any kind of lien or anything like that. So it's really quick and easy and people can get the jobs done now at a, substantially discounted price, frankly, lower than it'll probably ever be. And so it's a great, great time. And I don't know if you've been to Home Depot or Lowe's, but they just reported the um, biggest last two weeks in their company history. So people are still doing home improvement projects. Um, And and we just hope that they give us a shot and love during their business. All right, here's the number, 801-280-3110. You can also go online, rgsutahsiding.com. That number again, 801-280-3110. Tim, thank you so much. No, appreciate you guys. We'll talk soon. All right. There you go. That's Tim from RGS Exteriors. That number again, 801-280-3110. Chris Mannix joins the show coming up next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.